Welcome back to another episode of the Transform Your Life podcast. I'm Angela Haug, founder of the international online coaching business, Team Ange. I'm an expert in building muscle and losing fat, a natural figure and fitness pro athlete with the UFE, and a lover of everything personal development. I'm a mom, a businesswoman. Most days, I just feel like a hot mess trying to keep it all together. I spent the first two decades of my life overweight, tired, hating vegetables, and living off Pepsi. I got sick and tired of feeling tired every day and decided to transform my life. This fitness and nutrition podcast is dedicated to educating and empowering listeners on all things training, nutrition, and personal development. I'm on a mission to help you improve your body, achieve your goals, live a confident and fulfilled life stepping into your full potential. So let's help you transform physically and mentally to a person that's been hiding underneath all along. Let's do it. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Today we're going to be talking all about the top fat loss mistakes that I see within the industry. I've been doing this for about five years now and there's so many things that I see other people doing or other coaches doing and unfortunately they just don't deliver the best results. So I wanted to make sure that today's conversation was giving you guys some really great tips that are going to make sure that your fat loss phase or your dieting phase is as successful as what it should be. First announcement that I have today, though, is all about a really exciting sale that is going on with Fit Gal Activewear. So Fit Gal Activewear is one of my favorite uh, activewear companies, and they are running an amazing promotion to get 20% off all of their athletic wear. So this includes all of their sale items, all of their entire store. It is going to be 20% off on their Valentine's Day sale. So that's going to run till. February 14th at midnight and the way that you're going to participate to get that 20% off is to head on over to their website fitgal.ca and you're going to use the code BEMYVALENTINE. That's BEMYVALENTINE and 20% off the entire store including the sale items and um, when you go over there you're also going to want to make sure that you put in my code and what that code is going to do is that's going to make sure that people know that I sent you there from our podcast which is really really important okay guys so the code that you need to put in for that is AH10 and uh, that's just going to be able to give you great savings hook you up with some great gear in terms of the workout gear that you're wearing I know for me whenever I get something new to wear I'm more motivated to train I love putting on a new uh, a new outfit and really rocking it and then being able to push myself hard in the gym so again fitgal.ca head on over be my valentine enter code AH10 and hook yourself up All right, guys, we're going to get into today's episode talking all about fat loss. So we are now heading into February. I know some of you guys are working towards some pretty epic goals this year when it comes to transforming your body. So when it comes to setting yourself up for success, I'm going to give you my top eight mistakes that uh, really are the reasons why you're not able to get to that end goal. So number one is starting too aggressively. So this is probably the most common thing that we see. So when it comes to being really aggressive, that means like you go and you go to the gym a whole bunch, you do a whole bunch of cardio, you drop your calories down really, really low, and you think, okay, I'm going to drop weight really quickly, and that's going to make it so that I get really great results. And what happens is you may essentially drop weight really quickly at the beginning, 
But really what happens is then there's going to be a slingshot effect. And a slingshot effect is essentially your body is going to fight back. And what it's going to do is you're going to see constant hunger. You're going to be irritable. You're going to be tired. You're going to have brain fog. And essentially, your metabolism is going to adapt. So when your metabolism adapts, it essentially says, hey, this is the amount of calories that you're eating, and I'm going to get all the jobs done within the body on this amount of calories. So when the metabolism slows down, we really do see stalls in your weight loss. You may start off and you're like, okay, I'm going to eat 1,200 calories. You essentially drop down to 1,200 calories, you still have 50 or 60 pounds to lose, and where do you go from there, right? The only way you can go is keep on going lower and lower and lower, so we really want to start as high as possible so that we have room to move. We have variables that we can impact. So if we start off with one cardio session a week and we start our calories off at 1,700 versus 1,200, yes, the rate is going to be slower in which you're... Um, seeing results each week, but you're able to make consistent progress and you have somewhere to go. And this is why it's so important that we don't consistently diet year after year because your metabolism is going to essentially slow down and you're going to be eating very minimal amounts of food to maintain your weight. So what we want to do is we want to make sure that your metabolism is as healthy as possible, that we start with those calories as high as possible, that we start with um, minimal amount of cardio. I love to just use steps and walking as a better tool to create fat loss results. So using things like a Fitbit or a step tractor tracker or an activity tractor, that's really a way that you're able to create more movement throughout the day without hopping onto the elliptical or hopping onto the stair climber for hours per day. So yeah, that, that's number one. Starting too aggressively is all too common. You want to make sure that you start and you give yourself some wiggle room so that you can really get to that end goal. Now, number two, failing to plan. So this one comes into not having a game plan when you know that something challenging is going to come up. So really you want to think about what are the challenging things that come up for you, okay? So perhaps it's when you travel, perhaps it's when you eat out at the in-laws, perhaps it's when there's times with your work that you're going to be away from your kitchen. It's really, really important that you're planning what you're going to do in that particular situation. So are you going to bring your food with you? Are you going to look at the takeout menu at a particular restaurant and find something that fits your targets for your calories? Are you going to come up with a game plan? Like let's say, for example, you're going to be traveling to an event. There's great companies that will essentially cook your meals. They will deliver it to your hotel and you'll be able to just warm it up while you're there. So perhaps that's what you need to do in terms of planning for that thing. But you really want to think about what are the challenges that are going to come up for, for me during this particular situation and how am I going to approach it? Okay, you don't want to go into the situation and be like, oh, well, I'm traveling, so I wasn't able to stay on track. If fat loss is your goal and dieting is your goal, it's really important that you're thinking ahead and thinking about what that strategy is going to be so that you can be armed and you can make sure that you still get amazing results despite the fact that you're coming across these challenges. So ahead of time, come up. What are going to be your challenges? What is going to be your game plan? Google is a wonderful thing. So if you're not sure what you should do in a particular city or how you should be able to approach this, 
Go on to Google, find out what it's available. What are some healthy restaurants that are going to be nearby? What is going to be available to you where you're going to be and how are you going to tackle it? So you're no longer making excuses. You're no longer saying, oh, it doesn't really matter. Like, um, I'm in this situation and, and you're coming up with an excuse because you're in that situation. No, you're coming up with a game plan. You're going to be somebody who goes into the situation and rocks it with strength and uses that week or those couple of days as days to still make progress, despite that there might be some challenging things around you. Know that you always have the power. It's within your mind, right? You always have the power to make a good choice. You always have the power to steer the ship in the right direction. It's when we don't take ownership and we don't take that kind of power within ourselves and say, you know what, I really want this to be my year. I really want to get to where I want to go. It's when we don't take that kind of radical responsibility that we see ourselves in such a pickle, right? We, we keep on blaming other people. We keep on blaming other situations. And if you really want to get amazing results, I want you to own up to that shit. I want you to really look yourself in the mirror and not allow this to be the year that you make excuses. Make this the year where you're like, you know what? This was friggin' challenging. This was something that came up for me, but I am going to tackle it differently this time because I'm no longer going to blame other people. Okay. So number two, that was failing to plan. Number three, this one is massive, guys, and that is the expectation of linear results. And really what that means is people go, oh, I'm in a deficit. I should be losing one pound a week or I should be losing two pounds a week. And really, you're expecting that every week is going to be the same. You're expecting that every time you step on the scale, it's going to show a drop. And unfortunately, that is not the way that fat loss works. A lot of times, your weight is going to fluctuate day to day. If you're a woman, it's definitely going to fluctuate big time. I know there's times when I can be up as much as five pounds around my menstrual cycle. There's also times when I may have a refeed or or a higher calorie day and the muscles are all full of glycogen and and then the scale is going to be up. It's really just looking at what is happening over time. Okay. So looking back on the past four weeks, the past eight weeks, are things trending downwards? If you look at anybody who's been successful and what is going on with their graph of weight loss, you will see that it is all over the place. It is not linear. So when you step on that damn scale and things are up, you cannot give up on your goals. It is not going to be linear. It's going to take you a hell of a lot longer than what you think it's going to take you. And you need to expect that. That does not mean you give up. That does not mean you toss in the towel and you think, oh, I've been working out for a couple of weeks or I've been eating well all week so fuck it I'm just gonna throw my diet to the wayside and not care anymore right guys it's really really important that when that happens you're like okay today I weigh more no big deal let's just see what's happening with the trend over time okay your water intake is going to influence the scale your sodium intake your hormones your glycogen depletion if you did a really friggin' hard workout that can impact it so it's really really important that you know that those massive swings are going to happen right we want to stay on the course we want to keep grinding and we want to go in with the expectations that linear is not going to happen it is not going to happen so don't go in with the expectations of oh I've been dropping weight week after week after week all of a sudden in a week you don't drop and you're like fuck it I'm done 
right? We cannot approach our fat loss journey like that. It is not like that at all. So the best piece of advice I can give to you is just go in and expect that it's going to be like that. And then you'll really set yourself up mentally to not step on the scale and be frustrated, right? Um, so yeah, number three, expecting linear results. That is not something that's going to make you successful. Number four, this kind of ties into number three, and that is really being so focused on the scale and getting so caught up by that number that we forget to really look at what is happening within the body, okay? You may be gaining some muscle, especially if you're a beginner or an intermediate. So a recomposition is happening within your body. That means as you're decreasing fat, you're also gaining some muscle. And when that's happening, you're going to step on the scale. And yeah, you may be losing inches. And yeah, your clothes are looking different. And yeah, you can see that everything is looking different with your body. But you step on the scale and you're like, fuck, I'm still the same weight. Okay, really when it comes to that is scale is one tool. It's one measurement that you can use. But if you're not taking pictures, you're not looking at the way that your clothes are feeling. You're not looking at the measurements and the way that those are transforming. You're really looking at only one piece of the puzzle and all of them are so equivalent when it comes to creating a different body. If you want your body to look better, right? Shouldn't pictures be the thing that indicates that for you? If you want to feel better naked and you want to feel more confident, that is the way we want to measure our success throughout our fat loss phase. That is the thing that we want to focus our energy on. If we get so focused on the scale and we forget about all of those other pieces of the puzzle, we really can be looking at ourselves and be like, oh, it's not working. Why isn't this working? And really, it's just that our perspective isn't focused on the right Thing. Okay, so number four is being too focused on the scale and not looking at other parts of the process that are so, so important. Okay, number five. This one is too much restriction. Okay, this is when you go into your dieting phase and you go, oh, I love all these foods. These foods are my favorite, but in order to lose weight, I have to cut them out completely. Essentially, when it comes to this component, you are going to get yourself to a point where you are going to crave those foods so badly that you're either going to overindulge or you're going to get yourself to that point where it's like, I'm just going to completely go off my diet because I can't live and eat this way anymore. Okay, dieting and deprivation often go hand in hand. People say, I'm not eating any carbs or I'm not eating this or this or this. And this is really, really not a way to create a long-term sustainable lifestyle in the way that you're approaching food. So we want to make sure that when it comes to the way that we're setting up our fat loss phase, you want to include the things that you love. You want to find foods that are delicious and combinations of meals that are delicious. You do not have to live off a of chicken, broccoli, and sweet potato day in and day out to get great results. That's honestly, when I first started my journey, that's what I thought. I thought, okay, I have to eat just clean foods all the time to get great results. And that is just not the case. It's important to work in those small indulgences. And if you're counting macros or using flexible dieting, which is something I really enjoy and really promote, you can work those things in. So if you like ice cream, work in the damn ice cream. If you want a chocolate cookie, work that in. It is so integral that the way in which you approach your fat loss phase is a way that you could see yourself eating for a long period of time. When we're going through a contest prep or a really aggressive dieting phase, you may see that you have to cut out some of those things just because you don't have the amount of calories 
to be able to warrant something like that. But we don't want to go out the gate and be like, okay, all of a sudden I'm cutting out X and Y and Z. Because really our mental health is so important, guys. And if we're really feeling like we're deprived and feeling as though we're restricted and we're feeling as though we're really only able to eat this limited amount of foods, we're really depriving ourselves of what is possible. And the possibility is really that for a lot of people, you can have a diet that is very inclusive, a diet that has lots of variety within it and still be able to get to your fat loss goal. So that should be the goal for you. Not what few foods could I eat, but how many different foods, how many different nutrients, how many different vitamins and minerals can I bring into my diet to ensure that what I'm doing is something that I can stick with for the rest of my life. Okay, so that is, I think we are on number five, too much restriction. Number six, exercising too much. So this goes hand in hand with the dieting too aggressively. And that's really, you you start out of the gate and uh, you really go too hard, too quick. And what happens when we're doing a bunch of cardio and we're doing a bunch of high intensity activity, we actually see that our body gets way too stressed out to be able to create change. So what happens within the nervous system is it's going, holy Hannah, this is too much. I cannot handle this. So we want to make sure that in terms of how much exercise we're doing, we start small, that we have a good balance between strength training, high intensity exercise, and then some movement or low intensity cardio that's, that's part of your cycle throughout the week. If we're always going hard all of the time, your body really has no time to adapt. You're just really stressing out your adrenals. You're really being too hard on your body and it's not going to release fat quickly. You may even see that it won't change at all just because it's so damn stressed out, especially if you have a high stress job or a high stress life. You add on to that a bunch of exercise, your body is going to have a really hard time responding to that. And then there's also that maintenance component. So if you go out the gate and you're exercising seven days a week and you're doing 14 hours of cardio a week, how in the hell are you going to be able to maintain that long term? Can you really, with your lifestyle long term, maintain the amount of exercise that you're doing? Sometimes when we're getting to really low levels of body fat and really dipping into contest prep land, we are doing a lot of cardio and we are doing a lot of strength training, but we aren't expecting that we're going to be able to stay in single digit body fat percentage for the rest of our life. So that is something that we get into, we get out of, and then we get to a place of more maintenance land of, of doing some things that are going to promote the active lifestyle. So again, you want to make sure that when it comes to exercise that you are not doing too much, that you're not doing especially too much high intensity, and that you're not starting off way too aggressive at the start of the period um, because you really won't be able to maintain that over time. All right, I got two more for you guys, and the next one is relying on supplements, okay? I love supplementation for that last 5 to 10% to really give you that edge when maybe things are stalled or maybe there's particular things that you need to help in terms of a deficiency. But it is the last piece of the puzzle. The things that matter way more than supplementation are going to be how many calories are you taking in? Where are those calories coming from? So that is your macros, your carbs, your fats, your proteins, your fibers. Then you look at your things like your micronutrients, so your vitamins, your minerals, your fiber. 
Um, then we look at nutrient timing. So when throughout the day are you consuming those particular calories? And then at the very top of the pyramid is supplementation. So it's really important that we don't go out the gate and think that supplements are going to be the way that we're going to get to the end goal. We can use them to help out, especially when things are stalled or especially when there's areas that we really want to make sure we're improving on. So maybe we want to recover better or maybe we want to um, lift heavier. Maybe we do want to use a fat burner because things are stalled and we have that last five to 10 pounds to lose, but we really don't want to come out the gate and be taking all these supplements and relying on those to be the way that we can get to long-term success because there are systems within the body and we want them to still be able to do the things that they need to do, right? So what ends up happening is if we have a bunch of caffeine, we have a bunch of appetite suppressants, we have a bunch of thermogenics that are influencing our body, our body is going to stop being able to do the jobs that it's supposed to do. So we're going to see that the adrenals are really taxed. We're going to see that our body can't really regulate hunger and fullness. So it's important that we only use these things for a short period of time, that they're a tool in your toolkit, but they're not the thing that you rely on solely when it comes to getting to your end goal. And then our last one is the exit strategy. And this one is the most important. And it's the one that a lot of people don't think about. And that is the diet after the diet. It's where in the world are you going to go after you lost all of this fat? What are you going to do next? It's really, really important that when you get to your target weight, or when you get to the body fat percentage that you're hoping to get to, you really want to make sure that what is going to be what you do next because you don't want to gain it all back and have to do the journey all over again. And that's where things like recovery dieting and reverse dieting are things that can be really, really important for this period of time. I did a full episode on recovery and reverse dieting. So if you want to go through the podcast, you can listen to that previous episode when I compared them both and told you more about them. But they're really for the diet after the diet. It's a process of slowly increasing your calories, allowing your metabolism to adapt, and really having yourself back to a place where the amount of calories and the amount of exercise that you're doing is something that is maintainable for you. So you don't want to end the diet and be like, oh, this is the end date. And then you go back to doing all of the habits that you were doing previously, because really your body is just going to gain all that fat back. And that's not what I want for you guys. So really, really important that you have that exit strategy that you've thought about what in the world you're going to do next. If you're working with a coach, it's important that you talk to them about it too. talk to them. What are the, what are their plans in terms of the exit strategy once they get you to where they're trying to take you. And then once you have that exit strategy in place, you're working that into the diet phase. So if you've decided, okay, I'm going to diet for, let's say, seven months or nine months or whatever that is, plan to really go through an exit strategy for a couple of months afterwards. It's so, so important that that is part of the process for you, that you're taking that into consideration before even getting into the diet. Okay, guys. So that is it for my top eight dieting uh, mistakes, the things that I see and the things that are super, super common. I really want you guys to have an amazing fat loss phase this year. If this is something that you need some help with, I do offer one-on-one coaching. I also have some group programs that are fantastic that may be of interest 
to you. We have a photo shoot that is coming up this spring. So if that is something that you're interested in learning more about, you can send me an email at helkangela at gmail.com. So yeah, if you're interested in the photo shoot, we would love to help you with that and help you participate in something that is so remarkable. We also have an upcoming transformation challenge. This is my signature group program that happens three times a year. So that will be kicking off in April if you need some extra help when it comes to your fat loss phase. And if you just have a question about fat loss or about dieting, know that I'm always available. So fire me off an email or send me a DM on Instagram. I would certainly be able to um, answer your questions and dive into whatever it is that uh, whatever it is that you're hoping to know. Other than that, guys, that is it for this week. I was off last week because we went on our honeymoon, which was absolutely amazing. Man, oh man, we went to Miami, went on a cruise to Consumel, Mexico. It was amazing, 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 amazing. And it was one of those things where it has been a long time where I've really just been off my phone and been living. And I think we can all become so guilty of this. We get so caught up in the day-to-day life that we forget to just take a moment and like embrace the world around us. So one thing that I'm planning to do for this year is really dedicate time each day where my phone is in airplane mode and I'm just out in nature and exploring and connecting back with the world around me. I know it can be so, so hard. We're so connected to the device. We're so connected to like it being... Like for me, the way I run in my business, right? So online is, is, I spend most of my time around a computer and I'm really just making a focus for myself personally for 2019 to step away from that, to step away from technology, to really engage with the world around me. And if you guys are interested in participating in something like that too, I would love to know. Okay, send me a DM. Let me know if you're going to plan to participate in something like that and if that's going to be a focus of a goal for you this year too. Other than that, guys, lots of love from my heart to yours. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I have some really exciting guests that are going to be coming on on future episodes. These are some amazing women that I've always wanted to chat with, some people that I've looked up to for a really long time. So stay tuned to those in the upcoming weeks. And other than that, I'll catch you next time. Ciao. Guys, I'm on a really big mission here and I want to transform 1 million lives, but I need your help. I can't do it alone. I want you to take this episode, share it with just one person. Maybe it's a friend or a family member or maybe a coworker, just one person who could really benefit from the information in this week's episode or perhaps a previous episode. That is how we create impact. That is how we get this movement going. That's how we take people from feeling tired and just not having a fulfilled life and we put them into fulfilling their full potential. So I challenge you guys to share this with just one person. It would mean the world to me. And as always, head on over to iTunes, subscribe so that you never miss an episode. They come out every single Thursday. That is my commitment to all of you guys so that you guys can continually grow, expand, and fulfill your full potential. Have a great week. We'll catch you next time. Lots of love. Ange.